You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello, everyone. This is the Good Reverend Jim again. And uh, uh, today we have a special guest. It's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom, uh, some people might call her Genevieve. That's her formal name. But most people call her Jenny. Mom, do you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> so uh, the show is uh, the Good Reverend Jim and his crazy friends. And uh, my, my, my main crazy friend, Ronnie, is uh, out of town again. So I had to take another crazy person. That's my mom. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> so so on the show, mom, uh, 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 so my mom doesn't know much about the show at all. And, and so we, we talk about relationships on the show. And we're all about trying to make this world a better place and stuff. So I a lot of times talk about astrology. And I, I describe everyone's personalities. So there's some people I call the, the crazy people that would be like my friend Ronnie and uh, she, her astrology falls into this crazy category. And uh, me, some people in astrology, do you know much about astrology? No. Do you know what your sign is? Scorpio. Oh, you know something about it. <laughs> do you know much about Scorpio? Not really. Do you know who you're compatible with? Everybody. Do you know who I am, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what my sign is? What's your sign? Do you know my birthday? Yeah. Little did my mom know I give her a test. This is how I get back at her for all those high school years. <laughs> no, I don't remember your birthday at all, Jim. <laughs> you know my birthday. Do you know my birthday? Huh? Do you know my birthday? Well, might be March 7th. Damn, she's good. <laughs> she knows that because it's two days after her mom's birthday. Because your mom's birthday was uh, March 5th, mm-hmm. right? And so your mom is a Pisces and I'm also a Pisces. Mm. So do you know who you're perfectly compatible with? I feel like I'm drilling her. I have like a little light on my mom. It's like an interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, you know, do you know who you're perfectly compatible with? Everybody. Yeah, that's what everyone says. <laughs> <laughs> no, mom. You're perfectly compatible with a Pisces. That's oh. me. Oh, So uh, it just so happens that I am my mom's favorite child. <laughs> I just spent all day with her, and she's you been better me, believe that she's been telling me all day long. I said, "Jimmy, you've always been my favorite. I hate the rest of them, <laughs> <laughs> or not, or not." <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so I when I, when I approach uh, this, my show, I talk about relationships and stuff like that because, uh, uh, believe it or not, Mom, I was always a shy one. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, um, no, I don't think so. I think you're kind of stretching it there <laughs> compared to Nelly. Hmm. Compared to Nelly, I'm pretty shy. <laughs> Compared to Nelly, everyone's shy. <laughs> so on this show, man, we talk about relationships, and I use uh, uh, astrology as a, a little gauge for it. You know, it's my tool for doing it. So mm-hmm. one thing I use uh, astrology for is describe people's personality. Uh, like my friend Ronnie, she falls into, and actually Nelly too. Uh, mm-hmm. She they fall into that crazy category. What I call crazy, and, and those are the people that tend to be like the really fun people. Like, you know, Nelly's always, like, really fun to hang out mm-hmm. with and all that kind of stuff. So uh, then there's other people that are not Nellies that, that is, like, uh, uh, by the way, everyone, Nellie's my sister. Um, yeah, I love her very much. So she's been very huge to me. But uh, Nellie's my, my, my very, very, very social sister. I am actually the very quiet one of the the whole bunch. Don't and believe that one. I am. I am. So, uh, uh, but I fall into what they call the, I call the geek category. So people on my astrology tend to be people that are a little bit more quiet, a little bit more socially awkward, um, and uh, really super smart. <laughs> so that, that's what my category is. 
And then we have another category that is your category, but I, I'm not sure if I should mention what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I should. Um, we call your category the bitch category, Mom. <laughs> Scorpios tend to be like the very strong people and stuff like that. So yeah. you're very, you're very strong-willed and stuff like that. You better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think of yourself that way? Hmm? Do you think of yourself that way as being a strong person? No. No. So my mom is uh, – so give you guys a little bit of uh, history about my mom. She decided to uh, – uh, so like I said, I, I, you know, she doesn't quite fall into astrology crazy category. She falls into another crazy category. Uh, she's crazy enough to decide to have 11 kids, and, which is like a crazy on its own. <laughs> so my mom has uh, 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 11 kids and right now my mom's 83 years old, right? 83? Yeah, I guess so. They, I was. Uh, you're born in 35, 35. Your birthday hasn't come up yet. So you're 83 now. My mom's going to be 84 coming up November 15th, which uh, my mom, who des- decided to have uh, seven kids, seven boys and four girls, and a lot of her boys like to hunt. Uh, unfortunately for her, her, her uh, birthday is November 15th. And for all of you hunters out there or people that are not hunters, uh, November 15th is the opening day for deer season. So when it comes to my mom's birthday, she doesn't see any of her sons except for me and you know most of my sisters. So that's my mom's little curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so uh, yeah. So my mom's little version of, of of of. So my mom had eleven kids, and she did an amazing job raising the family. So I think we're going to talk about that on the show today. Um. So she had eleven kids. And uh, we actually all live in the same county. We all somewhat get along with each other and stuff like that. We're all, most, pretty much everyone's an engineer. So my mom did quite the uh, uh, the, the thing where he's in kids. Um, but my mom is like the sweetest person in the world. And she seems like a little, well, God, do you know what June Cleaver is? Hmm? Do you know what June Cleaver is from uh, the no. TV show Leave it to Beaver? Oh, yeah. Did, did you ever watch that show? Yeah. Leave it to Beaver? So the, there's uh, the, the, the mom on that show, June Cleaver. Uh, oh. That's how a lot of people describe you. Oh, is really? That, yeah, they, they describe you as like the sweetest person in the whole oh, world. Yeah, believe that too. Huh? And everyone believes that too. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. <laughs> I, I believed it also. So <laughs> you, you did. <laughs> I did. I did. But but way back when, back in the day, uh, before Facebook and social media and all that kind of stuff. You know, nowadays when we communicate, we we do it by like Facebook. We post something up there, like our opinions about something or another. Way back when. The way our Facebook used to be the newspaper. So uh, if you're upset about something or another, you'd write a little article to the uh, – we call those things. Where you write articles to where, where if you're upset about the something. Editor. Uh, yeah, the editor. Yeah, the editor and they publish your little article. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wrote one once. Oh, I did? You wrote a few of them. Oh. Yeah, so my mom wrote one thing because uh, 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 we grew up in Lake Orion or uh, we lived in Lake Orion for a while there and they built this uh, – uh, the GM plant pretty close to our house. And uh, at one point, you wrote a little article about uh, the trains, the train situation. I think you must have at one point wanted to have like a, a, a train service by our house. I don't remember that at all. Oh, <laughs> I do. So <laughs> actually Taylor got me last week because uh, Taylor remembered something and I kind of forgot it. And Taylor's actually right. You know, so, but uh, um, yeah, this one is reverse. <laughs> it's kind of ironic. It's reverse situation. So this is something I remember that you did. You wrote a letter to the, the, the newspaper where you're complaining about them uh, 
uh, these train tracks. We had train tracks by our house that I think he must have wanted some like train service going in there or something like that. And they're like, oh no, these train tra- these these train tracks are not good enough to have like a a, a train station by the mm. house. And uh, then all of a sudden, the GM plant comes along, and these train tracks, these same train tracks, turn out to be just perfect for hauling a bunch of cars on. And I think he wrote a letter to the editor saying, "Is like, what the hell?" <laughs> it was like a really, it was like a really like a, 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 it was a really pointed article and stuff like that. And I was like. Oh, so my mom isn't quite that sweet. <laughs> you don't remember that at all? No, I don't remember that at all. Did you ever remember writing any articles to the newspapers? Oh, I probably did. Uh, <laughs> we call us denial, mom. <laughs> no, I'm not, I, I'm not denying anything. I'm just admitting to everything. Oh, I probably uh, did anything. Yeah, okay. So, so my mom's current version of, uh, of crazy. So, so my mom has a little bit of crazy right now. She's, she's losing her memory. And she's using it to her advantage right here. <laughs> it's like, I don't remember that at all, Jimmy. I've just always been sweet. <laughs> so anyways, so anyways, this is my mom and she's my guest. And uh, like I said, the show is about making the world a better place. And I think uh, a, a big part of that is, is, mm-hmm. is uh, uh, good relationships. And uh, so I want to talk about your relationship with dad. So, oh. so and actually I want to get this kind of stuff down because uh, – uh, my mom has an excuse for losing her memory because she's older. Um, I don't have a memory at all. I don't have that excuse. <laughs> so this is why I do podcasts and post things on Facebook and stuff like that. So anyways. So how'd you guys meet? How'd you and dad meet? We met through a mutual friend. Yeah. And daddy was going to go into service and he came to see his friend and it was a close friend of mine and his friend set us up. That's Rick? Yeah, Rick Wyatt. Rick Wyatt? Mm-hmm. How did you know Rick? Hmm? How did you know Rick? I went to college with him. I hung around with him. Oh, yeah? So. And he hooked how did you know dad? How did he know dad? He went to school with dad. He was from. So so my mom grew up in Jackson, and my mm-hmm. dad grew up in Troy. Where, where, across in Troy border. Yeah, where did Rick go to school at? He went to school with daddy. In Clawson? At, at Log Cabin. Oh, Mm-hmm. And then would he go to college in Jackson or something? Mm-hmm. Junior college is where I met him. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, I think he had grandparents that were in Jackson. Oh. Or, huh. And that was just before Dad went into the military? Is that, yeah. So they set you up with a blind date? Mm-hmm. Well, we all went out to Cascades. Party. So Cascades is, uh, if you go to Jackson's, uh, uh, actually, so my, my mom's mom, my grandmother, uh, used to live in Jackson. We always look forward to going to uh, Jackson for the week because my mom would ship us off to, or some of us off to Jackson to spend time with her mom. And uh, we, that's like the highlight of our summer all the time. And because your mom was like really fantastic about mm-hmm. doing everything with us. But uh, in, in Jackson, they have something called the Cascade, which is basically a man-made waterfall. waterfall. And, uh, that By thing, Sparks. Pardon me? Sparks. Was, oh, they also have like a... a, a Sparks is like the uh, uh, um, the village or the electric company. Sparks. Sparks is the one that made the Cascades. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Or it was I think he financed it. Though. Oh, okay. So the Cascades are these like man-made waterfalls, and at the bottom they kind of like a little theater, don't they? Where the orchestra. They have will- a they have a pool. They have they have fountains up the sides of the. They have stairways on both sides of the of the falls. Right, and they used to have uh, 
the, the water would squirt and then come down into a pond. And at one time they had girls dancing and they had colored lights on them. It was, they had, they had all kinds of things there. But it was just a, a, a phenomenon of Jackson. That do, do they have, or, do they have orchestras that play there too or? Well, they did at times. I, over the years it's changed. They have a lot of lagoons. And you go ice skating on the lagoons and play on the lagoons. Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful place to go. Yeah, we used to go there because on these cascades right next to it, there's like big old hill. So, so we'd go and play on the hill and roll down the hill. Then at the bottom of the hill, there's a bunch of like there's a little playground, which you play at the playground and stuff like that. It's where you went slide, sliding and everything. Yes, yeah, ice skating and everything at the at the park. It was put on Sparks' gift to the city, I think. So it was wonderful. So what what you guys do on your blind date? Hmm? What you guys do on your blind date? And don't say, and I, don't say make out. <laughs> <laughs> we just t- hung around, had fun. I mean, you, you just you just you just guys. I mean, we probably went out and picnic. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh. Do you remember the time of year you guys went there? Summer, probably. Probably fall. Probably fall. Huh. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, did you fall in love? Was it love at first sight? Heck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> did, you, did you play hard to get? Hmm? Did you play hard to get? <laughs> no, no. I just wrote to him. He wrote to me. He just, he was off to service. How long after that did he go to service for? I think he was already up. I think that's why he came to Jackson to see his friends. Before he, before he took off? Yeah. So. Huh. And then he was stationed in Panama, so. After his basic training. Well, when did you guys actually start dating, dating? Hmm? When did you actually start dating, dating? Well, probably when you got out of the service. I mean, we... So you pretty much saw him that one time, and then you just, like, pen pals from then until you went to the oh, service? I, I probably saw him when we came home for I leave for everything. Huh. Then how long did you, was it after you got married? I mean, after the service, did you get married? You think I know this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> hey, even I don't remember all that. It's like myself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I told you, Mom, there's going to be a test today. <laughs> we got we, we got engaged after he got out of service. Oh, yeah? And out there, and got married. Huh. It was like we got engaged, got married. Like, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. It's like me and Max's wife did. No, no, not by mail. I mean, he came. Huh. So. Huh. But he, but he, he always had, you know, he just stayed with his friend when he came to Jackson, or later on he stayed with my parents and they had there. Your parents allowed that? Hmm? Your parents allowed that? My parents let me do whatever I wanted to do. Really? They trusted me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you? <laughs> oh, because you're a little June Cleaver. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> you, you just faked it pretty well. It's like, oh, Mom, I'm just the sweetest kid in the whole world. <laughs> Your mom let you st- him stay there, huh? Oh, oh. Yeah. So then you guys got married, and then uh, so we were actually uh, going down. Uh, so uh, before the show today, I was like spending most of the day with my mom, and uh, holy crap, mom, I can't remember what we did today. So my mom was complaining all day long that she's losing her memories. Like I told my mom, I was like, I'm losing my memory too, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember because we started off someplace or another. Oh no, it, 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 we went to White Chapel. Yeah, my dad just passed away in February, and he got buried at Whitechapel Cemetery. So we went there to see if the headstone's there yet. 
Um, we didn't have any gas in the car. And we ran off of gas. <laughs> <laughs> See, if it was a boy-girl relationship, then yeah, it would be a big story. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. <laughs> it's a big story. But instead, we got my other son to come out and give us some gas. <laughs> yeah. So 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 uh, so so my my dad liked Corvettes, and so my my dad who has like or had uh, 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 three Corvettes. He has a '69 Corvette, a '78 Corvette, and a '93 Corvette. And of course, now they're my mom's Corvettes. Um, but. My mom wants them being driven around, so that's the Corvette I'm driving. So if you look at the, my, my my posting on Facebook or whatever it is, I just have a picture of us and uh, uh, the Corvette in front of the studio. Uh, that's my mom's car. <laughs> yeah, I'm driving my mom's car. So before I came to uh, today, I took the 78 Corvette. Me and my brother, Heathcliff, uh, we, we uh, uh, took the 78 Corvette to the shop because it had a little issue and stuff like that. Then when I picked up my mom in the 93 Corvette. <laughs> And that has a little issue with the gas gauge. And I was looking at the gas, like, ah, oh, it's getting kind of low there. But I was like, last time I drove this thing, I got pretty low on this, this meter and stuff like that. And uh, at one point, we went on the highway. I was like, oh, something's not quite right here. And then we decided to go to see my dad's grave site to see if the headstone's there or not. And it's not there yet. Uh, so we saw the, uh, uh, the the place where my dad was buried at. And then as we're driving out of the cemetery, it's like, oh, this is not running well at all. And uh, because we ran off gas, <laughs> so one of the one of the really brilliant things. So my mom had eleven kids, which you know I think is kind of, is kind of crazy in some sense because who the hell wants that many kids? <laughs> of course, my mom would have twenty kids if she, if she if she could. But it turns out that in your old age, it's really nice to have eleven kids. So now my mom gets to see her kids pretty much every day. I think one of us because we all live in the same county. And, and so we're all around her, and like I once here today, and yesterday she saw my sisters, and the day before that, who knows? My mom's like been living like she's been living a life. You know, like everyone's like, oh, now that dad's not here, we got to take care of mom. It's like everyone's taking care of mom. So I think it's like a strategic move on my mom's part to uh, have so many kids. So now it's like her, her like I don't know, she doesn't need it. seven boys and four girls, and I get weighted on hand and foot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My dad, uh, my dad said that as part of his retirement plan, because uh, somehow my parents uh, managed to make all their kids become engineers, which is a good career. And my dad told me at one point, he's like, "Yeah, my kids, each of my kids, just give me a hundred bucks a week, and then that'd be what about eleven hundred dollars a week, and that'd be my retirement program." And I don't think we ever did that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounded good on paper. And you know, my dad did all. The, I mean, my parents did all the work. I mean, they they got us to engineering. We we could afford a hundred bucks a week. That's not that much money, but we didn't. <laughs> but so that part didn't work out. But the part that is working out that is now my mom is completely entertained all the time because she has all of her kids like floating by. Actually, nowadays she she chases about. She she said, "Okay, guys, it's time to go. I just want some alone time." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they're waiting on me hand and foot. Yeah. Yeah. And out there, and it's very nice to know I'm very secure. Don't have to worry about anything. Yes, yeah. So, 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 actually, so I was talking about this last night with uh, uh, Louise's insult. Sorry, um, my mom's giving me an evil eye because it's playing with my phone. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I was talking about this last night because you know I, I actually take a lot of pride in our family. I think I've, all of us take a lot. All, all of us siblings take a lot of pride in our family because you know there, there's eleven of us. 
and we all live in the same county. And, and you know, pretty much, I think everyone has a and everything. Everyone has an engineering degree except for two people. I have an associate, not bachelor's, but I still an engineering degree. But uh, my sister has a business degree, but she does engineering. You know, I spent my career doing engineering. You know, my youngest brother, you know, he, he doesn't have a degree, but, you know, he's, he's always around the engineering company. So somehow that's really unusual to have 11 kids that, one, they all get engineering degrees. And the other thing is we don't move away. We all live in Oakland County, Michigan, is, uh, outside Detroit, by the way. Um, and they're all available for my beck and call. Yeah, yeah. So – yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we all we all do that kind of stuff. We like we like when someone in the family needs something, we kind of like uh, we drop everything and go help out the person that needs whatever it is. And actually, we used that to advantage in my first wedding. When I married Kim. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that one or not. But when, when my ex-wife Kim and I we eloped, and uh, we didn't tell anyone about it. And I was really my my dad was a little bit. Uh, I was kind of scared of my dad all the time. So. Uh, after we eloped, we had to go tell the parents. And we told my ex-wife's parents first, and that didn't go very well. And then I had to go tell my parents, and I was, like, terrified to tell my dad about it. And I was like, yeah, maybe mom will be home because, you know, I always loved my mom. more. Sorry, mom likes you better. <laughs> but but uh, I was like, ah, oh, my mom would probably be there. So I, I walk into the house with my, my ex-wife, and uh, right there I have my uh, um, uh, my mom was not home. <laughs> <laughs> the only people were home was uh, my dad, which is the per- last person I wanted to tell, and my my brother, my one well, of my brothers, who, who was like uh, this is also the last person I wanted to tell. <laughs> and I was like, great, this is like the absolute worst situation. But my, my dad said uh, he told my my brother he says call the family and get them here. And me and my ex-wife Kim were like terrified. I was like, "Oh hell, what the, what's Dad going to do? What's Dad going to do here?" And uh, basically, uh, my brother got on the phone. And he started calling everyone and says, "Hey guys, get home quickly!" And it's like and he made up an excuse like, uh, "Someone's car broke down. We need help," which happened all the time back in the day because we always had the car. We had these beaters car that would always be beater cars that would always break down. And then, uh, but everyone came to the house and we. Videotape everyone walking through the front door and see how long it took them to realize how, you know, that I was actually married. And it was actually, for something to be being really terrified of my dad, is it like, you know, that's one of the sweetest things he did was just turn that thing into a nice, a nice, very nice evening. And that's my family. So, so I was talking about our family last night with someone. Um, how'd you pull it off, Mom? How'd you do that? What? Get a family with a whole bunch of engineers. And everyone that stays in the same county and everyone that, you know, I don't know if we all get along, but, you know, we, we still there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we tolerate each other enough to keep on showing up. <laughs> How'd you do it? What's your secret? I didn't have any secrets. Huh? I just went along with whatever went on. Don't you? Do you, do you think it's unusual, though? Hmm? Don't you think it's unusual to have such a large family and everyone just gets along? I think large families probably stick together. You think so? Yeah, I think so. So, so, Mom, so you're in an older generation, though. I mean, I mean, I mean. Nobody has large families nowadays. Well, I know, but when, when we were growing up, I mean, I don't remember too many large families. Mm-hmm. I mean, did like, a lot of your friends have large families? Mm-hmm. Did a lot of your friends have large families? No. Uh, well, no. I mean, I want, I want you to talk trash about your friends, but you know, it, it seems like a lot of days, like 
I don't know. You you look at no, they didn't. They didn't necessarily have large families, but did they have families that stayed together? I mean, did, did you know? Yeah, I, th- I think their families stayed together. Yeah, they were pretty solid people. I don't know. I always, you know, because I don't see yeah. too many families like ours. It's really weird. I mean, mm-hmm. it's because. Uh, um, I mean, you, mm-hmm. I, I talked well, talk a lot. Even our cousins. I mean, even like their sisters. I mean, their families are all all over. The, I mean, they're they're close, but I mean, they're all over the place for starters. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, um. You know, it's just weird. I mean, actually, you talk to anytime I talk to someone that has like a, a family where they have one sibling that works lives in one state, another one lives in this state, another one lives in this state. Uh, I was like, oh my god, that's horrible. To me, it's horrible mm-hmm. because because my whole family is right here. And I mean, I mean, you guys pulled off something kind of neat. Oh, you think it's neat? Oh, I don't know. It's just probably probably just a time of the. Time in life, and how things were at that time, and then you had you had all the birth control. Where where back back in my time, birth control wasn't. Yeah, but still, then at there, so so you guys grow grew up with a more maybe more sexual freedom to play around. But mom, you're the one that has eleven kids. I only have two. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I yeah, yeah. You're going to tell me about sexual freedom? You have 11 kids. <laughs> yes, but yes, but I, I, I didn't do that before I was married. Right, right, right. I did it in proper order. Oh. Right? Uh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I guess you'd be a little bit more careful if you're on the whole birth control type thing. I never thought about so, that one. Yeah, we that's didn't. That's interesting. Yeah, we were not playing around. We made our choices and— when we made our choices, and we, and those that made a mistake got married. <laughs> <laughs> and divorce wasn't as, as popular either, and stuff like that. Well, I don't know. As well, maybe people are more more willing to get divorced at a drop of a hat. I, well, I, I said divorce wasn't as popular. I mean, I think that the, there's still plenty of bad marriages, probably. It's just that the, the divorce thing was a little bit more. You were, you were, you when you took the vow, you were pretty more serious about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, well, and now it's it, we'll we'll take the vow, and if we don't like it, we'll get out of this marriage. <laughs> yeah, and actually, when I, I, was, I was telling uh, Taylor, Taylor was on the show. Taylor's my daughter. She was on my show last week because last week was my nineteenth uh, anniversary of being married to Erica, and. Uh, uh, I was telling Erica because it's like you know marriage nowadays it, it, it just doesn't you know it is, it's mainly a piece of paper for the most part and uh, you know to to me the the bigger thing is the kids you know because when you get divorced having those kids involved that's a big that's why I thought about when I got divorced you know I want I wanted fifty fifty and you know that that that's my little fight but you know you have all these little assets I mean to me though I've been divorced. So I went through this whole the, the little hell type thing. So after I got divorced, I was like, "Why the hell would I get married again?" You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like you know, this is not good. You know, if I can I can just date someone if I didn't like them anymore, just all right, we're broken up. Boom, we're gone. All right, not not, not a big deal. So uh, uh, when I met my 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 wife Erica, my current wife Erica, right now, um, Erica actually never wanted to get married, but I was like, yeah, I want to get married and stuff like that. And it's, it's like uh, you know. It, logically, it doesn't make any sense at all for me to get married. 
because uh, yeah, I'm not going to have any more kids, you know, which, which broke my mom's heart. She's like, Jimmy, why can't you have more kids? <laughs> <laughs> Evan, Taylor, grandma loves you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I was like, I'm not going to have any more kids. So I was like, what's the point of getting married? And, and to me, it was like, I don't know, it's just like a, it's just like a little extra commitment. It's like, I'm going to try a little bit harder, you mm-hmm. know, to, 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 to be a, a nicer person to you. And, you know, if we have any conflicts, which Eric, our conflicts are very few and far. And when they are, it's like they're quite pathetic. You know, our fights are like barely fights. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, yeah, but I, I just got married for, for the heck of it. But it's kind of different how marriage is nowadays. It's, it's like, it doesn't seem quite as I don't know. I'm not sure if it's good. Or, I'm not sure if it's good or bad. You know, to me, it's like a, I don't know. If you're miserable in a relationship, it's like you know, it'd be sad to stick around that relationship for a long time for the rest of your life. You're supposed to make that choice before you get married. Well, I know, but sometimes you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you get into a marriage and think, "Ah, oh, this can be fine." <laughs> And then it's like, oh my God, where'd that come from? <laughs> Not Erica, sorry, <laughs> but 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 you know, I know plenty of other couples that happen to these little marriages, and they they stick with it. But it's like it's like yeah, you should try, but it's like uh, I don't know. Okay, so so if you're trying a marriage, mom. Okay, so you were married for how long? Hmm? When when did you get married? May fourth, nineteen fifty seven. Nineteen fifty seven. When did you meet dad? Hmm. Probably two years before that. Oh, yeah? Huh. Um, I, I met Daddy just before he went to service. And he only served like two years, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Was kind he of, drafted. He was in Panama. It was kind of unusual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my, my dad, so my dad gets uh, drafted, it was pretty much right after the Korean War. Was, do you know, I think it was right after the Korean War, or the Korean War might have been ending, probably. Ending or something like that, towards the tail end of it. But I think my dad already had his engineering degree, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So my dad had his engineering degree. He had one, in, one degree. One of his engineering degrees. My dad actually had uh, – he's actually the only one in the family that has two engineering degrees. My dad had a mechanical engineering degree and an electrical engineering degree. So at the point that he got drafted, he had uh, – this, this, correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, uh, he, he had a mechanical engineering degree and he got drafted. And because he had an engineering degree, he, he had like preferential treatment basically. And I think the story my dad said was that they, they gave him the, the choices of where they need him or wanted him to go. They said, you can either go to Fort Wayne, Detroit, or you can go to Panama. <laughs> my dad's like, well, I live in Detroit. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go to Panama. So, so to me, it's like his military experience was basically a, a vacation because <laughs> he's, he's down in Panama. Mm-hmm. I think he worked on some uh, uh, anti-aircraft type gun or something like that. So we're the, we're the need. Protecting the canal. Huh? Protect, Protect. Yeah, protecting the canal, which is a big thing. And that's, that's kind of a funny thing about military. People think it's like, you know, it's like you have to be in the action to be important. But it's like, no, there's important people all over the place. Like protecting the Panama Canal is kind of an important thing. You blow up that canal, you just kind of like blew up a lot of like a, a – uh, you, you, you know, you cause some hardships for, the, the, for us. So. For many people. Yeah, for for many people. So so during the during the war and stuff like that, you know, that was a big issue. But but so but for some reason, my dad only spent two years in the military. He was drafted. I know, but was that common for two years? Yeah, draft. You're drafted for two years. Well, now nowadays it seems like four years, or you sign up if you won't get drafted nowadays, but you sign up for four years. Yeah, you're signing up. Yeah, it's different. Oh, but when you get drafted, it's only two years. Oh, 
It was anyhow back then. Interesting. Were you worried sick about him when he's gone? Hmm? Were you worried sick about him when he's gone? No, it wasn't that. Or, or, or were you like, or, or were you like that bastard's down in Panama? <laughs> <laughs> he's down there without. He said, "Well, you went down there, didn't you?" Hmm? No, or Bahamas. Oh no, Bahamas. Uh, well, that was later. We went to on vacation to the Bahamas, but that wasn't Panama. I never went to Panama. Oh really? Al Sam went to Panama. Oh really? I went for a Al Sam is my dad's sister. She she went recently. She went down on she went oh. on a boat through the canal and everything. Oh, oh. no. No, yeah. I went to Panama through Dad's videos. Oh. oh. Through his slides, whatever. Interesting. So. So then you guys got married. You had a kid within, what, two years? When, when, mm-hmm. was, when was Robert born? Mm-hmm. In 58, a year later. A year mm-hmm. later? Why did you get married, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> My suspicious. You get married in 57, you said? <laughs> and Robert was born in 58? <laughs> Were you one of those people? <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> um, no, actually, that's not true at all because you guys got married in what, May? Was it? In May Ro- 4th. May 4th. And Robert was born in uh, November, November 19th. The, uh, the following year. So, yeah, the math doesn't add up there. <laughs> so, uh, Robert, you're legit. <laughs> so, and then, like I said, my mom managed to have like a kid every other year, pretty much, and until. She's like 55, I think, or something like that. <laughs> How old were you when you had your last kid? I don't remember. I can't remember either, but you, I, think, I thought you were in your 40s. So I probably was. Yeah, so my, my mom managed to – I think my, the only reason why my mom stopped having kids is because she couldn't have kids anymore. I, I think if you have a kid today, you'd probably pop one out. <laughs> <laughs> probably would. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so, so – um, so, so you've been married for you were married for a long time. So, would be your advice to married couples because hmm? this show is all about relationships. So, would be your advice to married couples and hmm? how to stay married and have a happy relationship? I don't know. They used to say, "Don't go to bed fighting." I like that one. I like that one a lot. And out there, and I don't know. It just happens. Huh? <laughs> it's almost like just do it. Just, just, just do it. <laughs> just, just make it work and stuff like that. Well, you work together. Yeah, yeah. I think being together is always a a, a big part of relationship. Period. So, mm-hmm. actually, I think I think part of the reason why uh, I think our family is so close is because uh, Dan and me is freaking work on everything in the world. I mean, every weekend it seemed like we were either doing like a. My dad is like he's a little slave driver. I mean, it's like every weekend we spend chopping wood. You spent his family. Or, yeah, his family, but we're still chopping wood. Of course you were. Or, or cutting the lawn. Or going out to the woods and bring back our little wagon loads of black dirt to the yard so we can see the, the, the yard and stuff like that. Or working on cars. Or, I don't know, it just seemed like a lot of my weekends growing up were just like doing work. Or like, like I said, when I got married the first time, you know, when – we, everyone started driving cars. Then we had to go out and we fixed the cars so we can drive them because, you know, we have 11 kids. And uh, my, my mom didn't work at all when she got married. Did you? Did you ever work when you were married? No. I quit my job. Yeah, because you, you have an associate's degree too, right? Hmm? You have an associate's yeah. degree? 
and then uh, but it's just uh, secretarial work. Yes, it was. It yeah. wasn't to go on to college any farther. Yeah, yeah. So 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 my, my mom. Uh, I went to junior college and I worked for the dean. Okay, and then and then, then quite after you got married. Yeah. After well, after that, I worked for the Red Cross. What did you do for them? I was a secretary. Did do you still know shorthand? Yeah. I don't think you lose it once you learn it. I don't even know what it is. Hmm? What is it? This is so shorthand for your, all your kids uh, way back in the day. Before the dictaphones and everything. Yeah. So way back in the day, uh, the secretary – correct me if I'm wrong here, Mom. But, but uh, back in the day, someone was telling you something. You had to write down really quickly. Mm-hmm. And writing like regular English takes too much time. So they had shorthand, mm-hmm. which was quicker to to write. Mm-hmm. What is it? Mm-hmm. What is it? Do you know? I mean, what is it? Is well, it? And they use a dot. Huh? And they use a dot. B's a long line. C's a small line. D's. It's just a bunch of symbols. Is it basically the alphabet? Yeah, but yeah, just, just symbols. Just smaller versions of the alphabet. Mm-hmm. That's or it. By sounds. Huh? Or, by, or you could, you know, you wouldn't have to spell out a whole word if you could do it by sound, you know. Uh, you wouldn't write P-E-R, you'd write P-R, maybe, or, you know. Really? It's almost like, it sounds like it's almost like Chinese. A's a dot. Or, it kind of sounds like almost like Chinese. Because mm-hmm. Chinese, you know, Chinese have the, the phonetic things that you can spell the words out, mm-hmm. but then a lot of their language is symbols. Mm-hmm. Where you, you know, this, I think it's. Like, I imagine. I imagine it would be. I imagine Chinese would be the writing. Of course, be symbols instead of the letters. Yeah, I imagine it would be the same type of thing. When was the last time you tried using that? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't tried to use it for since I've been married. I don't think I tried using it. Well, unless right. I wanted to hide something from somebody. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Interesting. But <laughs> <laughs> well, besides, besides, well, well, if I was, I mean, if I was writing it just for my own personal notes, that could be one thing. But, but I'd, there won't be many people that would know shorthand and stuff to read it. It'd be hard to read some. But well, did you ever do that? Write your own your own notes in shorthand? Huh? Did you ever write your own notes in shorthand very much? Oh, I probably did a little, not, not a lot. I didn't have to take a lot of notes. It's probably a good thing for a diary. Mm-hmm. You, ever do, do you, ever, you ever keep a diary? Mm, I may have. You may have? <laughs> of course, it's probably a secret and it's a shorthand too. <laughs> <laughs> so no one's going to be able to find it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so like I said, you and Dad pulled out a, a, a pretty amazing thing by, by, by you, know, you know, staying together, of course. Yeah, my grandpa didn't know divorce mm. too much at all. Period. And I think it's more old school type thing. But still, even some other people that you see that you know they stay married is like they don't quite. I don't know. I, I've seen people your your age that they don't have this good family as we have. I mean, I, I think our family is kind of unique. I mean, I, I have friends that have families that are just as big as ours, but you know, everyone's not an engineer, they, mm-hmm. and they they all don't live right next to each other either. So I mean, it's, it's somehow or another, you got. I think I think that you just uh, you adapt 
by who you, how your life was as a, you grew up in that there. Yeah, but you guys, like I said, you guys put off something really, really quite amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like I said, it's like I want my kids. I want Evan and Taylor. To, I want them to be engineers because you know, I want because you know, however you guys put off, it's like well, that makes a lot of sense. You know, by the way, if, if you guys are going to point your kids in a direction, I, I don't know where this came from. And I don't know if Dad came. Maybe you know, I think the way I heard it was Grandpa Derbyshire uh, told my dad, "Become an engineer because if you become an engineer, you can do whatever you want to." Mm. You know, you don't have to be an engineer; you can just do whatever mm. you want to. Uh, is, is that right? Or, I think that probably was true. Yeah. So somehow or another, or the, even I, I don't know. Me, my father might have said something. I don't know. Yeah, he's an engineer too. My father is an engineer. Grandpa's. Grandpa's father was a painter. Yeah, my, my dad's my, Grandpa Derbyshire. Uh, my, my last name is Derbyshire, by the way. Uh, my Grandpa Derbyshire was a painter. That's kind of funny because you think that because uh, he's the one that made told my dad to become an engineer, and, and then mm-hmm. then he marries an engineer's daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think it'd be like, you think it'd be like your dad would be like mm-hmm. you know dad's dad. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it's it's a. But Daddy had to had to work all of his life, mm-hmm. and he 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 was your dad. You talking about or, or my dad? Huh? Who, my, your dad? Oh, my dad. <laughs> well, yeah, he had eleven kids. <laughs> yeah, no, as a kid, he had to work. Oh, oh, yeah. His his parents didn't ha- always have a lot of money. Right. They they grew up struggling. Mm-hmm. And that there, his dad was a painter. He didn't always have jobs, and that there. But the, his mother was very uh, domestic or very handy, a, a very good cook, a very honest, good German. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, Did I tell you, I found out that uh, I found out that I really like Germans. <laughs> I went to Germany, and is like I thought every. German, I saw the female ones. I thought they're all beautiful, old, young. I thought they're all absolutely beautiful people. And actually, just everything about the Germans, their 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 ways about you know they have their little stereotypes. And it's like well, I like Germans. Mm-hmm. So, somehow or another, that that's how the family kind of gravitate towards more. I think. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, sorry. So, but she's a, a strict German. Hmm? Yeah, that's the thing I like about Germans. They have, they have that that strictness to them, or that 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 her, way about them. Her, her maiden name was Wetzel. Right. Right. And that there. And she was one of five girls. Mm-hmm. And they were extremely close. Mm-hmm. They partied together. They played they, cards a lot. They played cards all the time. They they made point. They went visiting people together. They were very close in family. They were wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Did you guys spend a lot of time with them? I spent yes because well I, your mom yeah so 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 go ahead you can, t- you can no, say no it's it. okay yeah so so uh, my dad grew up in Troy and you know for the first so many years of my life we were in Clawson or in the Clawson area so it was right, right next to Troy so my mom pretty much moved right next to my you know her in laws basically and with my mom kicking out all these kids and stuff like that and she needed help and from what I understand uh, my dad's mom was very helpful to you in in, in uh. Uh, Your dad's dad was very helpful to me. Was he? Extremely helpful. Heck, he went to the hospital with me when I had kids. <laughs> what? 
or someone one a couple times. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, huh, I did not know that one. So, so someone actually, I was just reading a story because of my mom used to. I thought it was my dad, but I just read one where about me being born. But one of my parents used to write a little uh, write up about each of us kids, how we were born, and stuff like that. And the story about me was kind of interesting because they said that uh, uh, my dad was racing to the hospital. It sounds like I was deli- I was I was going there in one of the Corvettes, probably the '69 Corvette, because mm. I was born mm. in '69. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, he probably didn't have that time. He probably had '68, I think, at one point. Mm. But anyways, somehow or another, I, I guess I, I sound it sounds like Dad got a little bit uh, uh, had a little fun when you're. Going to the hospital because I guess he's running through uh, red lights and stuff like that. And some cops, he got the attention of the cops, and he's like, "Oh, going to the hospital, going to the hospital." And then got like a police. Apparently, I think I got a police escort for me being born, which is very appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but then, of course, I'm number seven, so by the time I you know got to the hospital, it sounds like I came out so quickly that the nurses de- uh, uh, delivered me. And believe it or not, I was the I was the heaviest kid. And the family had 10 pounds, two ounces, I think it was. Three ounces, probably. 10 pounds, three ounces. uh, 10 pounds, three ounces and stuff like that. The the nurses delivered me. (laughs) They're talking to doctors, guess how much this one weighs? (laughs) 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 So, you know, it's kind of, I think you wrote this story the way I I read it. So I I just read this the other day too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's one of those things that dad scanned. Oh. So when my dad retired from whatever, uh, he had some, he had, do something. So someone bought him a, a, a scanner. So he started scanning all these pictures, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, apparently he scanned all these like little articles that he wrote, or mm-hmm. him or you. I think you wrote that particular one mm. about how we were born. I don't remember reading about Grandpa being being the in there. So yeah, he he, he probably went to the hospital with me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times. Well, my parents were from out of town, and and, and so so uh, dad's parents, Dick's, Dick's parents, mm-hmm. were parents to me, full-time parents to me yeah. all the time. Yeah. They took me. I did everything with his mother, with his aunts. Mm-hmm. She, I didn't know anybody in the area. She introduced me to everybody around and and that there and that and other than than dad's school friends and that there the dad knew that that was but socially I had a very, extremely close relationship with Dick's parents and both his dad and his mother and his dad would come and make for sure if the house needed painted it got painted if I, I needed anything he was there for me he was always yeah. looking after me and uh, yeah that's that's nice thing about him. Family that's also close to each other. Like at one point, you know, Kim and I thought about moving out to, to California. And actually, I lived out. I was out there for a year working. And I was like, you know what? California's nice, but it's like you know what really matters is family, friends, and family. And it's like, how can I leave this structure they have in, in Oakland County? Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like what you're saying. It's like you, when you got your in-laws or whatever, it's your family that's right there to help you out with every little thing that pops <laughs> up in the world. It's just like a huge, huge, huge asset. I I moved from Jackson. To Royal Oak mm-hmm. when we got married. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any social contact other than casual with his his fraternity and that there, or schooling mm-hmm. and that there. But I didn't have any, just the people I met at the apartment, 
and I went with Dick's mother. Oh, by the way, I, and my, if, my mom pointed out the, her apartment that she lived in on the way here. She used to live at 12 Mile in Maine. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it, Jimmy. <laughs> so. And uh, lost track. Where was I at? You didn't have any friends, friends around here when you moved here. Dick's mother was one of five mm-hmm. girls mm-hmm. that were extremely social. Yeah. And so they played cards. They met regularly. And Dick's mother did not drive. And I drove. Really? And we went everywhere. Really? I had an extremely close bond with Dick's mother and father. Yeah. And Dick's Dick's father looked after me, made for sure if anything needed to be done, he was there to do it. Right. Did they they seem pretty happily married to you? Yes, very happily married. Yeah. Yeah, And he's English and she's German. Yeah, that's kind of funny because they got married what during World War One or World War Two or, or <laughs> basically where the English were fighting the Germans. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's kind of funny because uh, you know I once because uh, I used to check out these psychics every now and then, and uh, a lot of them are kind of like yeah, I don't think too much about them necessarily. But I went to this one psychic after I got divorced from Kim, and I uh, he, he said uh, uh, he goes he goes yeah your, your your grandmother your grandmother on your father's side is your guardian agent angel. And actually, I, I talked about this last week. He goes, "Yeah, your 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 grandmother on your uh, uh, dad's side is your, your guardian angel." I was like, "Really?" Because like, I barely knew her because she passed away. I think when I was two years old, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I remember being. I remember her. I don't know why, because I two years old, you shouldn't remember these kind of things. But I just remember being sweet, and I also remember her saying, "No, I cannot go to the candy store with the rest of the kids because I was too young." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I can remember this because when I looked at because when she died, I think she's, I was two years old. He's like, how the hell do you remember something like that? So, anyways, the psychic said that you know she's my guardian angel. I was like, ah, yeah, that's fine. But uh, after I saw this psychic, I was telling Taylor last week that uh, after I got divorced and uh, I bumped into my college friend Daisy. I don't know if I remember Daisy at all. But I, I bumped into Daisy. I was like, you know, that's exactly what I want. I want someone just like my college friend Daisy in a girl. And uh, uh, so after, what's huh, really ironic? So uh, so after I saw Daisy, uh, the, uh, the very next week, I went to White Chapel Cemetery. We were just at today looking at my, my dad's gravesite that doesn't have a headstone on it, by the way. Um, but I went to White Chapel Cemetery. I went to Grandma's uh, gravesite and I put a little pink rose on it. Just because Daisy's favorite color was a pink rose. I went to Grandma's website. Uh, website. <laughs> That's a website. <laughs> gravesite. Gravesite. <laughs> So I went to I went to Grandma's uh, grave site and, and, and I laid up a, a pink rose on there. And I was like, oh, okay, give to my little guardian angel. And the very next week is when I met Erica, who was mm-hmm. who was like the same astrology as my friend mm-hmm. Daisy was in, mm-hmm. in college and stuff like that. I was like, wow. But you know, if you, when you're talking, if you look at me right now, um, what do I do? I'm very social. I, I mean, after going to Germany, I found out I love Germans. Mm-hmm. You know, I absolutely love Germans. I, I, I always associate with Darbish English mm-hmm. because it's our last name. Mm-hmm. But after going to England and going to Germany, I was like, I like these Germans. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I like these Germans. But then, 
you know, you know me and Erica, we love cards. We play cards all the time. At mm-hmm. the end of this month, I have my big, huge euchre party going on mm-hmm. there. And I was like, huh, maybe that's like it was right. Maybe grandma is looking after me. So, huh, it's too bad that she uh, passed away too, too mm-hmm. young. Mm-hmm. So, sounds like a cool person. She was a cool person. She was a wonderful person. And her, so were all her sisters in that area. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, I, you know some of them you can remember. You remember yeah. Aunt Ina? Oh, yeah. No, Aunt Ina. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember Aunt Ina. And, uh, and, uh, she, had, she, had, she had a cool house with a fire truck in it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, the little fire truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we called it Grandma yeah. the Fire Truck or something like that. Esther was, she was a little bit farther away. She went to but, but she No, she, no they, they lived in the area, but she lived... Uh, Detroit, I think. So did your did your mom get jealous because you're moved away and you're spending more time with, you know, dad's mom? No, no. Really? No. No, she How were your parents? Do you, do you think they had a great marriage? Oh yeah. Yeah, very good marriage. Mm-hmm. And yet there, so and I, I can't remember. I I know from astrology, but I had to bring up astrology in every show. So from an astrology perspective, I think uh, your mom and your dad were perfectly compatible because uh, your mom's a Pisces, and I believe Grandpa was born June, July. November. What? My okay. dad? Yeah. November. Was it November? Mm-hmm. Number, number what? November 4th. Yeah, okay. I knew they were compatible. Okay, wrong one. So he's a Scorpio also. Mm-hmm. So he is a uh, – so they're perfectly compatible. Mm-hmm. And uh, – I think uh, I can't remember what Grandma was. When was Grandma Grandma Derbyshire's birthday? Oh, uh, well, Grandma Derbyshire. I think they're perfectly compatible too. Is October? Uh, October twenty sixth, I think. October. 26th. Oh no, that's is that Gretchen's? That's Gretchen's. Had to look that one up. Right, I can't remember. I think they were perfectly compatible too, astrology wise. I think I told you before what. Oh, we 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 got websites for that crap nowadays. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, mom, um, we don't like Dave here. <laughs> <laughs> we keep yakking. Dave just walked in a room. We, I call Dave Dad. He, he, he just ruins everything. He's like, guys, party's over. You gotta leave. <laughs> <laughs> we about did our time. Your time, you can't catch it before you talk too much. <laughs> too big a gacker. So anyways, I uh, hope you guys like this little uh, walk down memory lane. I'm not sure if you got anything out of it except for it's just nice to talk to my mom. So <laughs> I just want to get it recorded on a good sound system. So thanks, mom. Uh, this, this is uh, The Good Reverend Jim. Go to goodreverendjim.com and uh, we post pictures and all that good stuff. Bye. <laughs>